Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to episode number 47 of The Other Six Podcast. My name is Chad Boak, and I'm your host. Joining me once again in the studio today, my co-host, our worship pastor and producer of The Kids Show about a crime-fighting reptile entitled The Investigator, Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Matt Collins. You Matt, how are you today, sir? that was bad. That was actually good. You like that one? Yeah. Okay. Did you think it was good? Yeah. Be honest. No, he didn't like it. He didn't like it. He's I know laughing. we have some Gator fans in our church, okay. like Florida Gator fans. Sure. So they probably appreciated it. Yeah, that's so, sh- yeah. Shout out to Florida yeah. Gators. Leave, yeah. leave us a comment if you like That'll that. That'll be that's the right. only mention of the Florida Gators. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> this year. Between an Auburn fan, a Georgia Bulldogs fan, and a soccer fan, Sounds we're not like going to be talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I, I mean, I like Georgia. That's right. Because he oh, supports well, champions. Yeah. I have. I've, I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I've liked Georgia. I just not like a. Like a, I'm not like Adam. Sure, sure. Um, Speaking of Adam, joining us again in the studio yeah. today, our lead pastor, Adam Bishop. How, Adam, how are you today, sir? I'm good. I've brought some issues for us to discuss today okay. for the podcast. All right. Okay, well, so, let's let's oh, jump into we it. We needed to go ahead and get some things. All taken of these care are of. <laughs> they're all related to Matt. So, <laughs> they're all okay. related I to walk me. In here, I'm the issue here, people. Time Matt, for Matt talk. Matt, turn it to the camera for like the two people who actually watch this on the YouTube. Two people. Yeah, yeah. Matt it's is your mom and my mom. Called liquid death. <laughs> He's literally drinking out of a can. Right. The title of the drink is Liquid Death. Now, the subtitle is Mango Chainsaw. (laughs) (laughs) I got a lot of questions. Sure. Sounds like a hot sauce. So I need to know, first of all, like, what what was going through your mind the 10 seconds leading up to this purchase? (laughs) Like I'm looking for something with the title "Death" in it. Like, no, were you I'm in a looking convenience for sparkling store? water. Was this an online order? Like, how no, did this you end at up? Publix. This is sparkling water. They sell yeah. that at Publix. Yes. Okay. So I walked so, in. So here's here's how I thought. What it, Publix and Pike Road, man. I tell you, it's yeah, a rough yeah, neighborhood. That's right. <laughs> Buying liquid death. Liquid death. Absolutely. All right, so staring like, at the the whatever. No, they had it when I walked in. So I was like, we need sparkling water at the house. And I walked in. I was like, it oh, came this out is... with liquid death. That's yeah, right. Yeah, it was on sale though. It was two for one. Okay. Well, then <laughs> so... I walked out of. So like we do this podcast in here. Your office is right out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did some investigating and I found another. Drink. You're an investigator. Oh my gosh. There we go. You did that. We did I it. did you, do that. You, you set it. that this up. This drink is called Kill Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> What's your problem with Cliff, so Matt, man? I mean, maybe I don't know, man. whatever we had scheduled for right. the podcast today, I think we might need to scrap that. But Just, it's it supports our 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 uh, the Navy SEALs. The Navy SEALs. Okay. Okay, it well, supports our military. I feel like I should well, issue a formal apology now. Right. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm all about the Navy SEALs. But, but why these, do they hate Cliff? These are just I don't know, man. they're interesting names for drinks. <laughs> it's clean, it's clean energy and it supports our our troops. Okay. So if I drink that like I could run around our building about fifty-seven well, times and I, not lose energy. It's only Seems it's only right. twenty-five grams of caffeine, so it's like a cup of coffee. Is twenty-five grams of caffeine in one cup of coffee? That is yeah, really? Yeah, I think somebody get bit. on that. Do we have like an investigative? We, we need see, I keep using that time, <laughs> a research done. team. <laughs> Nicely done. All right. So anywho, so they're good. They're safe. They're, they're safe. You're okay. I'm okay. You're not going through so challenges far. in life. <laughs> no. All right. Matt, there's a lot of people here who love you. We we'll love you a lot, buddy. Yeah. And, uh, you can open I'm up. I'm really to glad us, yeah. we got to discuss. All right. Well, if they're in Publix, like I may actually. Give it a shot. I mean, I, don't, I go to Publix quite a yeah. bit. You're gonna, you guys are gonna come here next week. You're gonna have a bunch. I of see cans a lot of people from our church. Yeah. If you like them, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll get like a little mini fridge. We'll start. We'll put. We'll I'm gonna them. drink one of these before I preach this Sunday. See oh, what happens. Man. No, no, no. If you're gonna do that, I want to give you the one that has 125. <laughs> oh so my. not kill so Cliff. Can, like we'll get. <laughs> it's like hurt Carl. Is that what That's you right. have? I'm Instead gonna drink our hurt Carl. 35 minutes. It'll be like 20 minutes. Well, everybody would like that. We get out a lot faster. I don't know if we can keep up. It's like in Mario where. 
gets the star like da, 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 and just goes yeah. like that, yeah, yeah. that would that be would what be you would you. do yeah. I'm gonna try yeah. it I think we'll that's a good idea that or he'll be yeah. running off the stage alright well we got that taken care of so just get that out of the way the intervention with Matt's liquid death is done we're good and now you can go on with whatever it is you've planned for today's podcast sorry I became the host there for a few moments no I think it's a good thing so the moral support our Troops. Support buy, our troops by clear. drinking energy drinks and sparkling yeah. water. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Right. There you go. Okay. Well, I'll take I'll take that. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in for that. <laughs> Plug. Hopefully we'll get sponsored by them. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I don't think a podcast by a church has ever been sponsored by something called liquid death. I, I hope but, but if we're but the first, we're the first. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. there you go. There we're you go. <laughs> All right. Well, gentlemen, how was uh, how were how was all weekends? Was it was it a good weekend? Uh, busy weekend? Easy weekend? Talk to me about. It. Obviously, you went shopping at Publix, but you know, past that, <laughs> obviously, I had a great great time. That's right. Matt and I actually had lunch at Publix together one day last yeah, week. I was there. We had us sushi. Out. Hang on, and, lunch at Publix? Oh yeah. And listen, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. you're missing out. So our Publix Clearly. Pike Road. Not only is there like the great, I can't eat the sub sandwiches. You know, the whole gluten right. thing. Right, right. But they got awesome sushi, great salads, good soups. Lots of things you can eat. And then there's a seating area upstairs. It's really big. Really? Mm -hmm. yep. Okay. So we were up there enjoying sushi together. And then we ran into someone from our church. Yeah. And they're used to seeing <laughs> us together on stage. Right. Like, we're together all the time. Right. All the time. <laughs> we're going to buy groceries together. <laughs> wow. She was really concerned. She's like, y'all need. <laughs> <laughs> you put some separation. Yeah. Yeah. That's but awesome. she was actually doing something pretty cool. Yeah. She was doing. Um, I, there was like a water fill-up machine there. Yeah, yeah we were I very fascinated I did not by describe that. that properly, but go like, see it for like, yourself. Like you put in an office, like that kind of thing? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like the big jug. Okay. You can fill them up there. And okay, it's, it's, gotcha. It's cheaper than if you order it She's online. at a gallon. So really good, really good saving okay. tip. We're yeah. here to give you all kind of tips yeah, we're, on we're, the right. podcast. <laughs> we're Which, sponsored by Publix. That's we, right. exactly right. <laughs> shopping is a pleasure. <laughs> that's so right. we did some shopping this weekend, not for groceries, but for school supplies and backpacks. Gotcha. Tax-free weekend. It was tax-free yeah. weekend, uh, yeah. so we're trying to take care of that. Right. Um, so I bought some fishing stuff. Tax-free weekend. Yeah, so that helped. But um, no, pretty low-key, yeah. um, yeah. but and just nice to hang out with the fam and a uh, little bit of yard work, but not as much as I usually do. Yeah. So that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good deal. Matthew, how was uh, how was your weekend? It was awesome. Yeah. I have a, a new roommate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. So our new production guy. Yeah, Jonathan's Jonathan. been hanging out with you for a little bit. I was about to ask you if you got another pet. <laughs> right, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you might need to give some context yeah, for yeah. that. This All is right. true. So he's he's moving in, um, and he's got a house, and uh, the closing date is uh, the end of this month. Right. So he, his his start date was before that, so right. it was like, where where, where are you going to live, man? He's yeah. like, I and I was like, I got an extra room. So. Awesome. And That's his wife, great. Caitlin, she's still finishing up some of School, her responsibilities yeah. yep. over in Mississippi. So we'll be bringing them out on stage here in a few weeks yeah. when yeah. they both get here so our whole church can put a face with a name. Yeah. But yeah, we got a new production director, and he's currently living at Matt's house. That's right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. They call that a perk. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, yeah, so I had a good weekend. I, I made the mistake of no, We didn't even ask him. We yeah, were talking about fine. ours, no, and we I'll, forgot to ask he's him. He's such a good host. Yeah, he knows how to How was your weekend? Well, I made the mistake of going to Target get on tax-free weekend around oh, one o'clock wow. on Saturday and yeah. uh, the lines were, were out the door. So it was, uh, it was a little busy, but you know, got in, got what I needed. And uh, no, it was a nice weekend. Kind of, kind of relaxing. You did know? you get fishing gear like Adam? You know, I didn't. Uh, we, fish aren't biting right now, so yeah, it's okay. It's I, I actually kinda... just stopped by there to grab some candy bars for a student game that we were playing on Sunday, but I was able to get my candy bars and get out. So okay. Wait, what, good job. what game? Yeah. So we play this game called Up or Down. 
and you have all the kids, students stand up and you read a statistic. So, you know, percentage of people uh, that own a Bible and there's a number up there and okay. they have to say it's either up with the thumbs up or down with the thumbs down. So higher or lower? Higher or lower. Okay. Very okay. similar. Right. Yeah. And so like uh, the price is right. Yeah. yeah. One dollar, yeah. Bob. Good. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, we played oh, two rounds of it. And uh, and then the same student came in second place in both rounds. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll have to get him a, a, a you know. Consolation candy bar. So, was there a different first place winner in both? Yes. Okay, but the yeah. same kid. Won same kid okay. got got into final yeah, death. Yeah, you got or got into up. liquid death or whatever liquid, it is. We yeah. gotta get so, rid uh, of this word. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we need to <laughs> <laughs> right. Just call it liquid. But no, liquid. it was good. And then uh, it was a great Sunday here at Vaughn Forest. Lots of new folks here. Yeah. I mean, just just it's that time of year, and it's great to see. And can we talk? Can we share numbers on our podcast? We absolutely. I don't think we've ever done that before. The world is our oyster, and this podcast <laughs> we can do whatever we want. So. Tell, I mean, I might I've seen this correctly. We, we actually leave this podcast and then go to another meeting right. where we talk about this more. Yeah. But I think I saw this this morning. So mm. if I'm wrong, correct me. But did we hit 50 first time guests? Yes, we did. We had what? 50 first time guests yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, well, they don't let me out of the green room. So, so <laughs> right, right. And, and so context of that is 50 first time guests that we know about because right. you have to let us know that you're a first time guest. Right. But, from first-time preschoolers, first-time kids, first-time students, students yep. first-time adults, you add all of that up together. That's 50 awesome. Yeah. On one Sunday. Yeah. So that's remarkable. Yeah. So yeah. if you are new to Vaughn Forest, uh, welcome. We're yeah, glad right. welcome. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> We've Absolutely. been praying for you, and yeah, we're right. so honored that, that you chose to come. So it's it's fun to walk around and not recognize a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. So great day. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. So lots of fun, and we kicked off a brand new series talking about Find Your People. Mm -hmm. So with all these all right. new folks uh, showing up and, you know— uh, Coming here, we want to help them connect. And also for folks who have been here for a long time, you know, help them connect as well. And, you know, it's kind of that time of year, seasons of transition, all that kind of stuff. And we'll, we'll dive into that kind of as we discuss it today. So I, I do want to kick off our conversation today kind of talking about, you know, the why behind this series. Why, why is it so important to find your people? We need them in every season of our life. But, you know, I kind of gave three reasons yesterday. Biblically, it's all over the Bible. I know we're sure. going to talk about some today. Uh, how do we fight this epidemic of loneliness hmm. um, that everybody has to deal with at certain times in their life? Um, and then there is a timeliness. Sometimes it's easier to make friends than others. I think you should always try to make friends, but right. kind of a new, you know, sometimes it almost feels like new. our new year isn't January 1st as much as it is August 1st. Right, you know, yeah. you kind of transition to a new school year. That's so, right. yeah, I mean, we always need friends in our life. Um, we could do a series on that at any time. Um, but I felt there was a timeliness to this now. And then truth be told, the last two and a half years, people have moved at their own pace for how they felt comfortable mm -hmm. re-engaging, yeah. being around people, friendships, mm -hmm. having people in their homes. Thankfully, I think we're past that now where for the vast majority of people, it's not something that's front of mind anymore. Right. So I do think it's important for us to re-engage that topic in a very practical way um, as we move <clears throat> forward together. So I hope it's a series that everybody gets a lot out of. Yeah. Well, um, you said that God created us for healthy relationships with one another. Um, where can we find that in the Bible? And is that like a common thread in, in Scripture? Yeah, I like the way you said that, a common thread. Because if you can identify some common threads in yeah. the Bible, it makes understanding the whole of the Bible a little easier. Yeah, sure. And we try to highlight those from time to time as yeah. a church when we're, when we're in teaching series. So, yeah, at the beginning, God says, let's create man in our image. Mm -hmm. So it's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Right. And then I know I said it in the message, but I think it bears repeating. 
God looks at Adam and says, it's not good for man to be alone before sin enters the world. Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes we think we need other people because we're fallen and we're broken and we're sinful right. and we don't have it all together yeah. and we're not complete. And that's just not the case. Like mm -hmm. even in a perfect state in God's image, yeah. we needed other people. And so that's not a result of sin. It's a result of how God created us, that's how really he wired cool. us. And so we need people. So then you read through the Old Testament, what does God do? God builds a nation through a family. So another way of saying that would be God builds a family to then eventually get us to a nation. So the whole building of God's family to get us the nation of Israel, which eventually gets us to Jesus, mm -hmm. is happening through the context of fellowship, yeah. friendship, relationship. You know, you read the way that relationships happen in the Old Testament. They weren't moving around like as a nuclear family. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like, you know, Abraham and Sarah and their 2.5 kids in a minivan, you know, <laughs> it's like hundreds of people that are moving to, around it's a together. a minivan. Right? Yeah. yeah you, you study Jacob and Esau and just their descendants. Yeah. You know, so this, this whole, you know, nation gets built from one family. We get to the New Testament, we get Jesus. Jesus does three years of ministry in the context of friendship with 12 guys which right. has always fascinated me because those guys, it's not like Jesus needed their help. <laughs> right. you know, if anything, he, he's kind of dead weight. He's kind of holding him back, you know, constantly asking dumb questions and not really getting it. Guys, are we really doing this again? Yeah. Yeah. Do what I ask you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're yeah. fighting over no who's questions. the most important. Right, exactly. You know, just, you think Jesus is putting up with this. Speaking you know? of which, Matt and I have a question for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So, Sorry, go ahead. You know, it's like, <laughs> What's going on there? Well, he's modeling the way. Right. Yeah. So Jesus is going to start a movement that we now call the church. He modeled the way for three years. That church will function in the context of relationship. Mm -hmm. So God built a family in the Old Testament to get us to the nation of Israel. What happens in the New Testament? God builds a family through his church to bring about his kingdom. So th this has always been the way God's done stuff, is he's done it through building friendships, fellowship, relationships. And I think the best way to understand the church as I see it presented is the word family. Mm -hmm. So God's always built families of people who were not families by birth. So as soon as I say right. families, you're like, well, this isn't a family series. We didn't talk about marriage yesterday. <laughs> so you got to get out of our American way of thinking of family. So when you read the New Testament, it's the family of God takes yeah. precedence over your family of origin. Mm -hmm. And it's that family of God through salvation, we become brothers and sisters in Christ that the church spreads. The church yeah. is... So that's why the New Testament is packed with all of these one another passages, mm. because it's it's literally the context of all that's happening. So yeah, it's a huge common thread, Old Testament, New Testament, yeah. it's all over the place. That's so cool. You know, shifting gears a little bit, you, you spent some time talking about loneliness yesterday. And I think, you know, if, if we've learned nothing in the last few years, it's, it's that loneliness is dangerous. And you talked a lot about that. I mean, we've looked at, you know, you, you, you called it, you know, this uh, loneliness uh, epidemic. Mm -hmm. And uh, we talked about how suicide rates have gone up and people in counseling and people that are on, you know, all this kind of stuff. It's just, it's crazy what's happening. So I want to spend some time talking about, uh, <laughs> you know, the danger of loneliness, the danger of isolation. You know, what are the main dangers there and how can someone recognize if that's something that they're struggling with. So I think it's hard for us to admit that we struggle with that. 
Yeah. We we have such an ethos in our culture of not needing people. Right. Independence. Especially as Americans, <clears throat> right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Spirit of independence. I don't need anybody. Right. I, and our whole culture feeds this, you know, feeds this to us. We, like, we, we call it self-sufficiency, right? Self, you know, yeah. Have yeah. self-sufficiency and, you know, feel good about yourself. Right. Find the answer within. The moment that you act like you need somebody else, that's a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. So th- that's not true. So the first step would be to get super comfortable admitting that you actually need other people in your life. So what happens so many times is the loneliness creeps up, the desire for friendship creeps up, and we squelch it because we think, well, that's a sign of weakness. Hmm. So what we emotionally do is we push that back down and then we act like everything's okay, but that ache, that pain, that desire Mm -hmm. is not going to go away because God wired it into you. And so what ends up happening then are a number of coping mechanisms or superficial relationships that seem like they might be meeting that need, but really aren't, you know? Mm. And loneliness is is interesting in the sense that it plays itself out differently depending on where you happen to live. Sure. So, you know, we spent four years in New York City, so the the term there is crowded loneliness. You can be surrounded by millions of people a day that you don't know Mm. and be lonely. Right. Conversely, you could live like on a big farm, hundreds of acres, but have other family members that are also farmers. And every Friday night, everybody gets together for a big cookout. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're actually not mm-hmm. living, quote unquote, near people, but there's a rhythm of getting together with your people and you're not feeling lonely. Right. So, you know, it, it's one of those things, you know, you could live in a small town and be lonely. You could live in a really big town and, and feel lonely. Mm-hmm. So, and I tried to push back a little bit yesterday about the stereotypes of loneliness. You know, well, single people, I could see how they're lonely because they're single. A lot of single people don't feel as lonely because they've worked really hard at this. They have yeah. great friendships and sure. fellowship. Yeah. There are some married couples that the two people in the marriage, while in a good marriage, can sometimes experience loneliness. Right. And nobody yeah. told them that in their premarital counseling, that right. that would happen. Mm-hmm. So then they start to wonder what's wrong with their marriage. Well, they both crave friendships like that, that, that wife in the marriage craves godly friendships with other women. And the man in the marriage craves godly friendships with other men. Like God wired that in them. So. Right. So yeah, it's one of those things where I think if you're going to combat it, the first thing you have to do is get really comfortable with this desire that's in us instead of pushing it aside or acting like it's a weakness or acting like there's something wrong with me or kind of just bowing up to it with that independent spirit. It's like, no, understand that that's in you. God put that in you. Right. So now try to find healthy ways to address that instead of unhealthy ways to address that. Right. People will stay in unhealthy dating relationships because they'd rather be like that than be all alone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you can see, all right, this is a real need. Now I've got to figure out how to address this in a healthy way. And that's hopefully what we're going to talk a lot about in the series. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yesterday you talked about um, keeping authentic friendships for, for a long period of time is hard. And then you even uh, said that prioritizing in your life was um, like keeping friends. Like that's a hard thing to do. Why do you think that like people struggle with that so much? Um, is it just because we're busy? Like, what what is it in us that keeps that from happening? Yeah, there's certainly that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there is just the pragmatic busyness. Um, but I think foundationally, the the real challenge is how most of us have just chosen to live our lives. Hmm. So okay. um, again, if we kind of go back to a little bit more, kind of the culture that we live in, um, like American culture. Okay. 
we have a tendency to think that's how the other is it seven billion or eight billion people on the planet? I think we crossed over I, eight billion. Yeah, okay, my boys were arguing about that this weekend <laughs> in the truck, and I was like, I don't know. We'll Google it. And I forgot fat, to Google it. I'm going to say it's eight billion, and someone will correct us if we're yeah. wrong. Yeah, so comment, please, please do. Yeah. <laughs> Let us so know. So I think there's 350 to 400 people who live in America. So, you know, what's 50 million people among friends? So sure, we're kind of sure. rounding there, right? <laughs> we have a tendency of Americans to think the rest of the world lives like us, mm-hmm. and, and they don't. We actually can learn a lot from some other cultures, you know, in our yeah. world. So foundationally, the reason why this is so difficult is because the rhythm of most of our lives is such that we don't allow for these kind of things to be a part of just our regular rhythm. Yeah. So if you live in a neighborhood, you pull into your driveway, you go into the garage, you close the door, you Mm -hmm. go inside the house. People spend more time in their backyard than they do their front yard. Uh, People don't want to bother their neighbors because they know their neighbors are busy too. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so we don't really have this ethos of a communal life. Um, And that has not always been the case. Uh, You know, again, back in the day in New York City, people would gather on the stoops. They'd sit outside on the stoops and they would talk. Um, You know, the old rocking chair on the front porch. There's something to that, you know, where people would come together. Um, For generations, people lived very close to their extended family. Yeah. So my grandfather's uh, last living brother passed away two uh, two weeks ago. So my grandfather was one of nine kids, and they grew up on a farm in South Georgia. And then when his parents died, all nine kids got a big plot of land that they then farmed, and they all had kids. So my dad grew up. All of his aunt and uncles lived close by. All Mm -hmm. of his cousins lived close by. They were all farming together. Well, for a lot of people, that was their life for, you know, generation after Mm -hmm. generation. Mm And then as people began to move into the cities, you know, when you go through New York City, there's actually, it's at the mall in Queens that there is a, we should go up there, guys, on a field trip. So there's this mall in Queens (laughs) that has a map of every subway stop in Queens. And around the stop, it gives the percentage of nationalities that live in those particular neighborhoods. Interesting. So you can be in certain neighborhoods in Queens and only hear like Slovak being spoken. Right. And then only hear Polish being spoken. And then only hear... Um, And it's the same way in Brooklyn. So as people settled into some of the major cities in the country, they tended to settle. I mean, we've all heard of, you know, Chinatown in New York City. You can go to Little Little Italy in New York City. There's something to that. Okay, so the the roots of that are in this familial, relational fellowship thing Mm -hmm. that's happening. And that built a sense of security and togetherness in people's lives for generations. Yeah. Well, here we are in the 21st century, and so much of that had been eroding, and then technology came along and kind of finished the job. Right. <laughs> because now we have the illusion of being together through technology, mm-hmm. through social media. We have the illusion of being yeah. connected when we're really not. So a lot of that is contributing yeah. to why this can be so tough. And I want to kind of paint a picture of that because I think sometimes we can be a little too hard on ourselves. Yeah. It's not like, we don't care about this, then we don't do it. Like step back for a second and Mm -hmm. recognize how much of the rhythm of your life you kind of just do because that's just what we do. And that's actually working against you when it comes to what we're talking about in the series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think like that's why maybe like like football and baseball and stuff like, because it's a common thing that people can rally around. That's a great point. Yeah. Yes. 
you know, what's the appeal of sports? Yeah, you know, I, I talk about we won last night. Right. Yeah. Well, I didn't play. <laughs> yeah. you know? Adam was actually yeah. on the bench. That's guys. right. Yeah. I have no. a sense of togetherness, but but that on some level yeah. is really not addressing that in a healthy way. My yeah. wife would agree with that statement. You know, right. she's like, he finally admitted it. It's <laughs> right. not healthy. You shouldn't care about these teams so We're much. We're just gonna clip this. And, said, uh, <laughs> she's editing like, it. I, a dog nation. That's right. Yeah. I, really? Like we don't know each other. Yeah. We just cheer for the same nineteen-year-olds that carry a football. Yeah. I mean, right. on the some right. level. Okay. Yeah. So like, are there people that I'm super close with yeah. that we care about that? But like, it can give the sense of togetherness, but that's not what we're talking yeah, about yeah, in the yeah. series. Right. But it is why it's appealing yeah. for us to kind of be united of with our teams it's together. The, the same as the technology thing. It's the illusion of yeah. it. Yeah. You, you know, and obviously, you know, during the COVID season, like we leveraged that technology and, and we were very grateful for that to be able to gather online. But man... There's something special that happens when God's people gather together in person, and that's you know it's it's the yeah. Holy Spirit is there, and 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 being able to come together right. like that, I think it's you so Facetiming me is not the same as me being in the room. That's hanging right. out with you. That's right. That's exactly yeah. right. So one of the things you talked about yesterday were uh, these different seasons of transition. You know, uh, going to a new place to live, a new church, a new school year, and uh, a lot of the folks listening to this podcast may find themselves in one of those you know periods of transition. So. You know, someone that's in that period, maybe feeling a little bit disconnected, what would your encouragement to those folks be? Go to every available opportunity that you can get to to be around new people. Mm. Okay. Every one of them. Like, I got an email this morning that um, our the school that Sam's going to this year, the, they do the middle school and the high school all in one building. And both have new principals. Okay. So they sent out an email that said, we're doing a meet and greet for the new principals. And I immediately put it on my calendar and I'm going to go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I've actually met one of the new principals already and look forward to meeting the other principal. But the other reason I want to go is because there's going to be people there. Right. And like, I can walk around and talk to them. Yeah. And there's a, there is something we already have in common. Our kids are going to this school. Right. So if you mm -hmm. get anything like that, go. Mm -hmm. If the church does anything, Go. Um, it's the very same principle. I remember this um, when I went to college, my my freshman year of college, like the first two to three weeks of school, there was something every single night. Yeah. And there were people coming around and like knocking on our door like, hey, let's go get, because they needed us to not just hang out in our dorm rooms to get homesick. They yeah. needed us to get out and to make friends and to get to know yeah. people. And I remember thinking at the time, like, wow. They care for me. Like, this is cool. Like, they want me to make friends. What I realize now, it's a really good business model. Because if everybody <laughs> who starts college leaves after a month, the college is going to shut down pretty yeah, yeah, soon. That's right. That tuition money needs to keep coming in. That's right. So that's really why they were doing that. Right. They weren't too concerned about little old freshman Adam. Yeah. But it worked. Mm -hmm. You know, I stayed. I graduated. They got all my money. So, um but we're not trying to get people's money um, as a church, but we're going to offer things. Sure. We're, now, this kid's camp and parent experience. Mm -hmm. So if you just moved here and you're a, you got kids, your kids need to be doing that and you need to be in the room. We've already got 60 other adults that'll be there, right. yeah. which matters because there's nothing worse than going to something that you thought was going to be a lot of new people. And then it's like you and like three people and, the, and two of them are strange, you know? Right. So, um, <laughs> you know, that that's no fun. Yeah. So you want, yeah, there's a good number of folks. That's this right. isn't going to get weird. Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave making some new friends. Yep. So everything that's available for you to physically show up at go, mm -hmm. you know, my, my, uh, middle son will start football practice here in a couple of weeks. And I like to go to the practices because I like to, you know, watch the practice. Mm -hmm. But I also like to go because it, there's other dads, other moms that are there as well. Right. Yeah. Walk around, talk to them. We're all going to be there for two hours anyway. Right. You know, right. so I just think if you think through that lens, um, 
it's hard to walk up to a stranger in Publix and go, hey, could we be friends? <laughs> right. you know, they might call 911. Adam and I have done it. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't work. work. So you want to choose places where there already are going to be people there for a reason that you share an interest with as well. Sure. Or you, then that, all, that makes it a lot easier to yeah. begin to do these things. Yeah, that's good. So uh, you talked about godly friends being really important. That You even went as far as to say like, that our souls will suffer if we don't uh, have them. So help me understand that. What did you mean by that? Yeah, that first John passage, you know, when you become a follower of Jesus, God's love is made complete in you, not yeah. because of anything you did, but because of what Jesus did for you. Yeah. So you're complete. But what the verse is saying is that there's not a recognition of that completion unless you're in close fellowship with someone else. So something can be true, and you may not be experiencing that. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So perfect love casts out fear. Does that make you not fearful anymore? No. <laughs> you know, so there's nothing somebody's preaching at people. You know, yeah. somebody tells me I'm I'm scared. Well, brother, perfect love cast out fear. Like I just solved their problem. Right. Stating something <laughs> that's true doesn't make it true for someone. Now I'm even right. more scared because I don't know what I'm supposed to do with yeah. that. How do you take something that's true and here's the key, begin to experience the truth of that? Well, the missing link for most of us is the relationship part with yeah. another brother or sister in Christ. Mm. It's the fellowship there. So that's what that verse is showing us, is if you want to understand, recognize, experience the completion of God's love in your life, other people are going to be involved in that. Mm. And that's incredible to me, yeah. that it's that integral. Right. You know, and, and I actually think that this would be a, a fun quiz to give to people in church and see if they could get this right. But we'll go ahead and just do it here on the podcast. Sure. You know, what's the number, one, <laughs> the number one way that God speaks to people in the New Testament? You know, I like the way God speaks to people in the Old Testament. Right. It's awesome. Burning bushes. Yeah. Burning bushes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Still calm voices. All, yeah. It's like they're just walking around talking to yeah, him. It's like, yeah. man, I want that. All right. Mean, yeah. The Jacob's wrestling. That sounds right. fun. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Except for he couldn't walk yeah, straight for a while. Say, like, so then uh, that's then end well for consequence him. there. Yeah. Jonah. There's, and he's like, oh, okay, so we got this. Oh, most of us, the kid Bibles and the kid Sunday school lessons, like left that impression. Right. Yeah, yeah. So if you haven't heard clearly from the Lord, if you haven't mm-hmm. come down from the mountain with a clear word from God, right. you must not be doing this My right. face yeah. isn't glowing. Exactly. <laughs> you get in the New Testament, the number one way that God speaks to people is through his people. Right. Mm. It's, it's, it's an amazing truth that... God speaks to you through his people, through the power of the Holy Spirit. So, so many Christians hear testimonies from people. It's like, God called me to do this, or God told me I should do that. or God, And they think, well, I must be a JV Christian because God ain't told me jack squat. Right. You know, right. I don't know what's going on. Now, Y'all got like a line to him or yeah. something? The number like, one way God will speak to you is through another brother or sister yeah. in Christ. And when it happens, you'll know it because mm-hmm. it's a Holy Spirit thing where somebody says something and you're like, oh my gosh. Like, I've been praying about that for weeks and asking mm-hmm, God right. to help me understand. And all of a sudden, like, they just looked at me and said something. And I know that was the Lord using them to give me guidance. We think that's a less spiritual way of God speaking to us. And what I'm telling you, it's the normative way mm-hmm. that God wants to speak to you in the New Testament. So it stands to reason then if you don't have those relationships, because mm-hmm. you don't need people telling you they're speaking on God's behalf right. if that's not true. <laughs> right. So if you don't have those relationships with people that you can trust, who right. you know are walking with the yeah. Lord, because you've spent some time getting to know right. them and they love you enough and the Holy Spirit's active in their life, you're going to miss out on one of the main ways God wants to speak to you. Mm. And if we think about our lives, how many times has God spoken to us through somebody else? 
Oh, a yeah. Lot. yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> Usually, yeah. 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 So, I mean, even those of us who can do the whole God spoke to me thing, I think yeah. it's one of the things preachers need to just eliminate from their vocabulary <laughs> because I think we set up a false expectation. Right, yeah. Okay? yeah. So, no, let me tell you how God speaks to Matt, Chad, and Adam. The same way he speaks to yeah, you. Right. Through one another, through his word. That's okay? Right. Mm-hmm. And so the one another isn't Matt is like special, which he is. It's that the Holy <laughs> Spirit's in Matt. So the Holy Spirit's in Matt, the Holy Spirit's in me, the Holy Spirit wrote the Bible. Mm-hmm. So if we get Christians with one another around God's word, the Holy Spirit takes care of the rest. Mm, There's my baseline philosophy for life groups. So why do we do that? Because we want to hear, encourage, love one another, fellowship, but we also recognize there will be guidance we receive for our own walk with the Lord, our own Mm -hmm. marriage, our own parenting, our own health, our own finances, all of those things, simply by being with God's people. So if you don't have that, and again, it's not optional. Yeah. Right. It's not something that it's like, well, if I can squeeze it in my schedule. <laughs> right. I'm telling you, if you don't have that as a part of your regular rhythm, you are missing out on a huge piece of what it means to be a follower of Jesus and probably not super passionate about being a follower of Jesus. Right? Yeah. Because you've eliminated the thing that really brings most of the fun. Right. Yeah. Being around his people. Yeah. You know, I, I've heard it said that if Satan won't, can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. Mm-hmm. And lots of times I think that's what happens in our lives. We get so busy that then we kind of— you know, push these things. We think that these things are optional. I love what you said there, mm-hmm. that it's not optional. That's well, so I mean, good. like, if you go, like, to scriptures, like, where two or more are gathered, it community is so powerful that God's present there with us right. in those. So, like, so, that's really good. Yeah, and, and my encouragement would be put that on the calendar first. Yeah. Just put it on the calendar first. Whatever it is that you're going to do that, say we're going to have, we're going to get together with some folks in somebody's home on a Sunday night, mm-hmm. or we're going to do a group on a Sunday morning, or mm-hmm. for us, we prefer Friday nights, or, you know, I grab... You know, maybe somebody says, I like to grab breakfast with a few men, you know, once a week on a Thursday morning. Okay. Yeah. So what you do is on your calendar, you put that in as a recurring event yeah. and just let it go. Yeah, <laughs> you know? absolutely. And, it, and then when somebody says, you know, hey, we need to do this or we want you to do that, you look at it and you go, I'm sorry, I already have a prior commitment. Yeah. If you treated this Protect with the that. same level of importance as things that get imposed upon us that we're told we have to do, you see right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's why we see it as optional. And yeah. what I'm freeing you to do is actually <laughs> see that as not optional and see all the other things in your life as optional. Yeah. Right. Put that on the calendar first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so what can we do then to make, you know, finding and keeping godly friendships a priority? Well, the first thing you've got to do is take inventory of your life right now. Okay. So um, I'm a big fan of doing something that, you know, most people would roll their eyes at and go, like, that's ridiculous. Why would you ask me to do that? But I've done it a few times over the years. I'm probably due, honestly, to do it again. Um, you, you keep a time log just for an entire week. Okay. Oh, and I like doing it old school. So like having a pen and a notepad instead of like the technology of my phone. And you literally write down everything you do and how much time it took you for an entire week of your life. And, and when you do it, can I tell you the word <laughs> that you will feel? Conviction. Oh, oh man. Conviction. Time is the only non-renewable resource we have. Mm-hmm. You can always make more money. Yeah. You know, you can all, but, but you, you only get today, today. Right. You only get this week, this week. Mm-hmm. If you keep a time log for a week, here's what you'll be convicted of. My gosh, I waste a bunch of time. My goodness, I am not maximizing the time that the Lord has blessed me with. I am not honoring this life I've been blessed with. How we spend our time is how we spend our life. And so many times we tell ourselves, I just don't have the time. I'm just too busy. That's just a lie. You've got the time. You're not too busy. You're just wasting it. And the way that you see that, keep a time lock. And all of a sudden you'll go, oh my goodness, 
just with a few changes, I could yeah. free up 10 hours in my week, right? five hours <laughs> in my week, you know, just with a few tweaks, just a few changes. So that's my, I would say, take inventory of where you're at now. Now, if your life is totally out of control, it may take a minute to kind of rein it back in, right. which was the reason I gave that kind of freeing principle at the end of the 11 o'clock service. I forgot to do it at the end of the 930 service, so my apologies, 930 crowd. <laughs> Put it on the calendar when when it's first available. Yeah. yeah. Here's what I mean by that. You look at your calendar, and it's going to take a minute. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, the next month of my life, there's just still, like, that that snowball is still rolling down to the bottom of the hill, and at this point, it's just going to have to, you know, eventually. Right. Yeah. So I, I can start this. It looks like if I take inventory, I make some changes. The first week of August, I'm going to go into a new rhythm. Mm-hmm. The The middle of August, I'm going to go into a new rhythm. I'm going to get into a life group. It doesn't start till after September 1st. That gives me time to kind of get things reset, get it right. in order. Now I'm in this yeah. new rhythm. So, you know, the story I shared was we were having dinner with some friends in our church back in May in their home. We got ready to leave. And he said, hey, man, we need to go ahead and put our next lunch appointment on the calendar. And I like that because mm-hmm. let's do it right now. You yeah. know, let's just say we're going to do it. I pulled out my phone. And I kind of started to feel embarrassed as I was looking at my phone, not responding. And I finally looked at him and I said, and I said this like embarrassing. I I was embarrassed to say this. I said, man, I'm really sorry. But the next time I can do a lunch is in, is in July. And this was May. Hmm. And he went, no problem. Yeah. What day? I thought he was going to like throw his phone at me. Like, how dare you? You, you, know, you, you can't squeeze me in until July. Right, right. He gets it. He's busy too. Yeah. He goes, yeah, no problem. So like heaven, I mean, it's funny how life works. Like the weeks kept rolling off the calendar and we went to lunch a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. So if you scheduled something today for the middle of September, you're, you're going to feel like I felt that day. You'll be shocked how fast the, the middle of September right. gets here. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. So take inventory, see where you can make some changes, see where some time slots open themselves up. Mm-hmm. And then, make the choice, the commitment, put it on your calendar. It's it. I wish it was a lot flashier than that. Sure. Like I wish it was a lot more like spiritual than that. Right. Honestly, it's just, it's just some work. Yeah. It's just sitting down, looking at it together. Maybe you and your wife need to start having, or you and your husband need to start having a weekly meeting Yeah. where all you do yeah. is pull out your calendars and go, What's our life look like over the next 30 days? Right. And bring a Sharpie to the meeting and start Xing out all the stuff that you could just go, we don't need to do that anymore. Right. So many times we want to start doing something. A better step is create a stop doing something list first. Interesting. So what I need to stop doing, I need to stop wasting time scrolling through my phone. Right. That's a huge (laughs) time killer. Okay. I'm not going to open up my phone unless I'm going to do something on my phone. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to look at my email unless I'm going to respond to the email. Huge time saver. So I got to stop doing list. Now I got to start doing list. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of little things you, but you got to hit this Mm -hmm. same way. Somebody goes, I'm going to get healthier. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to exercise more. You got to hit that with, with some passion and some fire and some accountability. I would say you've got to take the same type of focus to this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things uh, I I love what you're talking about, you know, making these things a priority, Mm -hmm. taking action. That's so good. You know, I I was talking to someone one time and they were talking about going back to school. They'd never gotten their undergrad and they were like, you know, I don't know, man, you know, four years, I wish I could do this. I said, well, in four years, four years will have passed where are you going to be at that point? And Mm -hmm. so you have to make that decision now. And I loved what you said about a stop doing list because that's, that's it for me. My life, you know, I got so much stuff going on, but how many, how many hours do I spend a week wasting extra? Yeah. I I think that's really Mm -hmm. good. I like that. Well, so we got a lot of new people that are coming here. A lot of people are uh, transitioning into a new season. Um, What are some stuff that we do here at Vaughn Forest to help people 
transition um, in, in this new season. Yeah, what are some practical steps? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's good. We, we always put a Discover Vaughn Forest on the calendar yeah. when we know we're going to be in one of those seasons. So our next one is July 31st. Mm-hmm. And currently, we do that as a lunch after mm-hmm. our second service. We sit around at tables. We get yeah. to know each other. We've looked at some different options maybe that we might try in the future. But yeah. For now, that's what we do. So if you're new to our church, you need to be at the lunch. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got this kids camp and parent experience coming up. Yeah, three consecutive do. evenings. You need to be at that. Your kids need to be at that. Um, we mentioned the military life group that's already mm-hmm. off and running. If you're yep. a new military family, we yep. can get you hooked up with that. Our life groups that will kick back in Sunday mornings, weeknights, mm-hmm. in homes, on the yeah. campus. You need to find one that works for you or a volunteer team that works for you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people are in a rhythm of their life where quite simply giving up an evening of their life for a life group, it it really doesn't work. They're not wasting time. Sure, You got two careers, you got kids doing a bunch of stuff, it's Mm -hmm. not gonna work. Well, I love the way that we do our volunteer teams on a Sunday morning. You can attend a service and serve a service. And yep. if you serve on a volunteer team, you will build the types of friendships we're talking about. Yeah. That's right. Um, it's going to be a little different. You won't be sitting around discussing something like you would in a life group, mm-hmm. but you'll be serving together. And a lot of times mm-hmm. you can actually make friends quicker when you're doing <laughs> stuff with them. Yeah. And if you're just sitting Common. around. In the so, trenches together. Interest, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I say this all the time. We can make all of these options available. We just can't make you choose one. Right. Yeah. So choose one. And if it doesn't go well, drop it and choose something mm-hmm. else. Like if you try serving somewhere and you're like, I don't feel like that happened. Any of the things you told me would happen, happened. Cool. Yeah. Serve somewhere else. Right. Like our team literally, we, our, our goal is that. Our goal is not to fill up our teams. Our goal is to help you find the team that you enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Driving so if, community. Yeah. So if you yeah. try something, it's like that didn't work. Tell one of us, we'll find you, yeah. you try something else. You go to a life group, you don't feel, try a different life group. Mm. You know, yeah. you, you're not locked in until Jesus comes back. Like, you, you can <laughs> right. try different things. It's Wait, okay. What? We right. actually have a culture that encourages that. Right. Yeah. We would rather let people try a bunch of different things until they found what really worked mm-hmm. than have this, like, really clean, like, once you sign up, you know, we can't do more work. <laughs> That's, right. Sign up for That's right. It's like a lot yeah. of churches work. It's like yeah. they make it easier on them and harder for people. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. We make it harder on us right. if it's easier for you. That's right. We'll yeah. let you move around. Because we know how to use Excel. We can just cut and paste right. your name from one yeah. column to the next. Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah, that yeah. hard. So, yeah. But we want you to know, like, there's freedom to do that. That's when right. You got a kid, and they come, and they're in the fourth grade, and they go into their class, and they come back and say, you know, I noticed my best friend from school is in the fifth grade class. What are we supposed to do? I'm not really sure because I don't run the kids' ministry, but it's probably worth an email <laughs> you know to my wife, right. you know, yeah. because I bet she'll solve it because yeah. the whole goal there is to help them enjoy That's being right. in yeah. friendships with each other. Yeah. So everything about our church is structured that way, but you've got to take the step mm-hmm. to put yourself in those environments. That's yeah, good, that's man. Really good. That's really good. You know, I want to I talk real quick about just a couple things we do have coming up. You know, you mentioned the kids' camp and parent experience. Uh, that's going to be, if you're listening to this podcast before July 24th, it's this coming weekend. And not, uh, yeah, hopefully you came. If not, I hope you had a great time. Yeah. We know you did. <laughs> we, <laughs> uh, so that's the 24th, the 25th, and 26th, a Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. And uh, let's talk just real quick about what's going to be happening specifically at those and then how folks can, you know, get involved with that. So let's get um, all the facts out of the way first. Sure. What time is it each So night? it's 5.30 to <clears throat> 7.30 p.m. each night. I would say on Sunday night, maybe show up just a few minutes early, you know, go through registration. And you can pre-register at vaughnforest.com slash kidscamp. And that Good. would be wonderful. Yep. So, so that's the kids are going to be broken up into teams that's right. by age and gender. So they're going to all eat dinner together first. Um, did you know this, that we're feeding yeah. them? I just yeah. found this out. They're having dinner, <laughs> so yeah. That we're feeding the kids dinner, yep. which was nice. Yep. Um, 
I don't even know how any of that's happening, but I think it's fantastic. <laughs> Hardy's we, figuring it out. Oh, well, then we're done. There's yeah. like a whole team of oh, people. Oh, yeah, he's got yeah. tons of folks. So, a service um, team where they're making friends and connections. So there's that. <laughs> and then after dinner, there's three different areas they're going to rotate into. Okay. So there is a, let's see if I can get these right. There's a craft area mm-hmm. where they're going to get to go do a craft area. A craft area where they're going to get to do a craft. They're going to do crafts. Um, no, 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 no. Back up. All right, hold it. Back it up. Okay, they're going to start off in large group worship together. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. Okay, and I'm Are teaching. You? I'm teaching. Uh, I thought you were doing I'm, worship. No, no, no. I'm teaching uh, the kids. Oh, that's so, awesome. So uh, I get to do the large group teaching time okay. with all of these kids, and I've never been more fired up about anything in my life. So that's awesome. I've been working with Morgan. If you're new to Vaughn Forest, my wife Morgan's our kids minister. So um, I'm going to be doing kind of like a like a 10 to 12 minute little lesson each week. Right. Um, and I used to do this kind of stuff all the time back in the day, but I haven't done it in years. So I'm really fired oh, it's up. It's going to be great. So we'll do that with all of them. Mm-hmm. They will then break off into three environments by age and gender, and there will be a rotation. Their adult leaders will lead sure. them through. One of them's the meal where they get to right. eat. One of them is the craft time. And then one of them is a game that's incorporated into their small group discussion time. Okay. So the same leaders will be moving around with them. So those two hours are going to fly by. Oh, man. That's the nice kids point. are going to have fun. They're going to be moving. They're going to leave with some cool stuff they made. Yeah. Um, but they're going to leave with some new friends. They're going to have some awesome adults yeah. that have been vetted and background checked and love Jesus and, you know, are going to do a great job serving them. And what it's going to do is really connect them to one another and sure. to our church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if you're a parent, that first night, if right. you're new to Montgomery, we have an environment just for you. New That's to right. Pike Road, yep. just for you. You're leading that, right? I am. So actually, while I'm teaching yeah. the kids, you're going to be doing that. Yeah. You're doing middle school, right? I am. Yeah. So middle Matt, school. <laughs> the, uh, new, Matt used to be a student pastor. A lot yeah, of people in our right. church know that. Yeah. So Matt's going to be uh, leading the whole middle school time, and then you're going to be doing the time with the parents. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Christy and I are hosting it, so we're going to be doing uh, trivia. We're going to have games. We're going to have a really good dinner. You know, uh, I think we're getting Chipotle that night, so it should be really, really mm. good. Folks will like that. Love me. What are we getting? Oh, great stuff. And uh, Hardy's taking yeah, care of you. Yeah, you're yeah, 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 you're good. Right, right, yeah, you're good. This going to take care of you guys. Uh, but yeah, so we'll do trivia. We'll do games. We'll have some giveaways. We're also going to be talking about different places around Pike Road and Montgomery, uh, things like the Biscuit Stadium, you know, Sweet Heck Creek, yeah. some fun places yeah. to go to spend time. That's our minor league baseball team, by the <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Biscuit yeah, yeah, Stadium. Biscuits. The Montgomery Biscuits. Yeah. The Montgomery we had an arena Biscuit. football team years ago, and we wanted them to be called the Muffins. So we would have the Biscuits, Biscuits and, the, and muffins, the Muffins, but it didn't. A football team called the Muffins? Yeah, it, no. well, yeah, they didn't go for it. No. And, uh, Pancakes I is more, would be a better. Now, now yeah. you're talking. Uh, but yeah, and then we're going to be. I don't know. Arena football. Yeah, yeah, it was down at the Coliseum. Anyway, that was a long time ago. Did you see that, Kurt? Warner movie about her anyway. We'll no, talk yeah, about yeah, that later. yeah, we'll get that later. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we've got a bunch of a calendar that we'll be going through of all like the upcoming events, you know, in the area here at Vaughn Forest, just just so that if you're new to this area or new to Vaughn Forest Church, uh, you can kind of be in the loop on what's happening. And so uh, that's that's Sunday night, and then on Monday night the kids will continue same drill, yep. five thirty to seven thirty. That's right. Same three night, yep. uh, Sunday night and Monday night. That's right. Yes. And and then on Monday night, the second night for the parents, we're giving them a date night. So come drop the kids off. We'll have some giveaways and some coupons at the parent experience. You can go out on Monday okay. night. So and some use of those. the restaurants here locally. That's right. Yep. That's cool. Absolutely. And then uh, Tuesday night. That's our big party. That's the last night. Yeah, that's the family party night. And so we're going to have water inflatables for the kids. And I mean, I guess parents yeah. do, should you desire. And uh, food trucks where you can come and buy food and, you know, all kinds of great opportunities nice. there for that. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be a good time. And that'll be 530 to 730 okay. uh, as yeah. well up here at the church. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. But then, you know, also, you know, you talked about how you can make connections and serving. And I want to talk about another opportunity we have coming up called Love Week 
where we get to serve our community. I love how you always talk about we serve our community with no strings attached. Yeah. And this is an opportunity where we get to do that. So let's let's just talk real quick about about Love Week. We have a great relationship with the three Pike Road schools. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of a given every year. We put out pine straw. We kind of help them get their grounds ready for the Mm -hmm. new year. We paint where paint needs. We move furniture or furniture needs. Whatever needs to be done. Yeah, we'll feed all of the faculty and teachers um, that week. And so that's kind of the foundation. And then from that, there's a number of other projects. We partner with a great ministry here locally called beauty by fire, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. led by Brooke Freeman, one of our members. And, um, there's service projects. We do that ministry really uh, ministers to widows, um, here in our community. So we have some uh, projects there. And then uh, we're looking at some other things kind of uh, more downtown. You know, anytime you do things in the community, um, there is a little bit of the, yep, let's plan, but there's also the, yeah, we'll do whatever you need. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like when I lead mission trips. People are like, what are we going to do when we get there? Whatever they tell us. <laughs> whatever they, exactly. We are there to serve. So when we serve in our community, we've got a little bit of the template, but as we show up, when we find mm-hmm. out about needs, we're on it. That's right. And yeah. we, we send people in teams, so it's another great way to make friends and build right. relationships mm-hmm. and just really make a difference in our community. And uh, one of the things that uh, speaks to my heart the most about our church is that a lot of people in our community, that's what they know our church for. Hmm. They've never been to our building. They've never come to a service. They've never joined us online. They they sure as heck don't know we have a podcast, but they they know that our church (laughs) serves the community. I think it's a great testimony for a church. So that week is really a, um, a more intense focus on what we do year-round, right. we just take a week every year and go all out when yeah. it comes to yeah. serving. Yeah, and if folks want to get involved with that, they can mark it on their connection card this Sunday at mm-hmm. either 9, 30, or 11, or if you want to email hardy.sellers at vaughnforest.com, there'll be uh, a link in our weekly shout-outs and uh, lots of different ways to kind of get involved with that, yeah. and that'll be August 1st through August 8th awesome. uh, that we'll be doing Love Week. So, well, gentlemen, this has been a fantastic conversation. I, I love this series, a great kickoff to that, and looking forward to kind of continuing it over the next few weeks, uh, and kind of, I mean, Kids Camp, it's going to be a blast. Yeah. Can't wait for that this weekend, all the great things we have coming up here, yeah. you know, groups and love week and just everything else. It's a, it's a great time. So we appreciate you joining us today on behalf of Adam Bishop, Matt Collins, sound guy, Jonathan, and myself. Thanks for joining us today. And we will catch you next time. <laughs>